This week, we'll be talking about the latest Star Wars news story. Plus, we'll be analytically breaking down Solo, a Star Wars story. All this and more are taking place in the Resistance HQ. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. You are the chosen one! It was said that you would destroy this and not join them! Over a thousand generations of Jedi Knights and Guardians of Peace and Justice in the Old Republic. I will not be the last Jedi. The Force will be with you. Always. I got a bad feeling about this. Hey there, Star Wars fans, and welcome to In the Resistance HQ podcast, a weekly family-friendly Star Wars podcast. Today's episode, we're breaking down the week's latest Star Wars news stories, and we are continuing our series where we do analytical breakdowns of every Star Wars movie with Solo, a Star Wars story. Before we start, I would just like to remind you guys to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on, it really helps us out. And check out our Instagram at InTheResistanceHQ. Also, don't forget to visit my YouTube channel, Ashmet Productions. First, let's get into the news of the week. That's not how the Force works. Amazing. Every word of what you just said is wrong. I need both of us to die to bring us this information. Look, I can't hold forever. If you reach him, Delamaya has an urgent message for him about his mother. Good job. Okay, so Joe, did you understand what the title meant that time? Yeah, I did. Did you get it? I get it. But, but for our listeners, um, Joe has only just worked out after our 14th recording what our title actually means. And so I now have to ask, if you guys don't get what our title actually means, please ask. I mean, I hope you're more intelligent than Joe, but I can't bank on it. No offence. Um, still can't quite believe that, Joe. I worked hard on that title as well. I made logos and everything. And you didn't even bother to ask. I'm like, oh, I'm just editing the show notes. I'm putting yeah. it in, in <laughs> the was, resistance. We started like, recording. You're getting it wrong. We started and then... recording, and it got to it got to Joe Joe's first bit, and there was just silence. I was like, Joe, why are you? He was just editing my show notes. Why are you editing my show notes <laughs> in the middle of a show? Stop editing my show notes, Joe. I work hard on these show notes. Okay. They, yeah, they, I didn't get fine. it. I guess. Stop editing. Yeah. If you, if you want to edit the show notes, you write the show notes. All right. Yeah. No thanks. Exactly. <laughs> Don't edit my show notes. Honestly. I spend so much time on them as well. It's not like I use the exact same format like every week. Exactly. Change the news bit. <laughs> Honestly, Joe. God. Ungrateful. Right. Um, our first news story is one that I think Joe will very much like. Um, because... Oh, I'm just reading this right now. <laughs> yeah, he's reading it right now because, you know, Joe never ever does any forward planning, do you, mate? Nope. Nope. Um, so this is another potential uh, Star Wars Rebels live action thingy ma what's it? And that is that her Syndulla will reportedly replace Cara June's role in Rangers of the New Republic. This comes from the Disney Insider. Um, a couple a couple of weeks back, reports revealed that Lucasfilm would not recast Gina Carano as Cara June for any future Mandalorian seasons and spin-offs. This leaves fans to wonder what the studio plans to do with Rangers of the New Republic, a series the Dune character was rumoured to be part of. Now, a new rumour has resurfaced with some possible insight. According to RLM Online, a source at Lucasfilm has revealed to them that the creators over at the studio are looking to introduce Rebels character Harrison Dula into the fold to possibly lead the new series. However, the site reports issues Issues the creators are running into is finding time to introduce a new character and connect to the Mandoverse. Um, so, what are your thoughts on her Sindula being in Rangers of the New Republic? Well, this is brilliant news for me. One, really I love Hero Sindula. One of my favourite characters. We are, we are, and in one of my favourite shows yes. of all time. What, what, Rangers of the New Republic is one of your favourite shows, is it? No, I'm talking about, I think I'm talking oh, about talking Rebels. About Rebels. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and also Cara Dune. I don't really like her character, and I don't, I don't like her actor very much. I mean, it's kind of a good idea, bad execution. Because, but they, just, they didn't yeah. develop her at all, and it just felt kind of forced. So, so 
that I took the food there. Um, I was brewing Dina Carano, not Cara June, for the record. Um, I I like Cara June. I think they hadn't done much with her so far, but they'd set up the um, the order on thing quite nicely. So they 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 seemed to make it suggesting that you know she had some significant thing on order on. And I think one of the things they might have done in Rage of the New Republic with her was develop her order on storyline. But you know, if I was given the choice between her and Cara. I would choose her every time because hers like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it connects the, the the whole kind of the Mando timeline. So Mandalorian, Range of the New Republic, Book of Boba Fett, um, and Ahsoka, particularly Range of the New Republic and the Ahsoka series, because Ahsoka series is obviously rumored to feature the rebels, the cast from Rebels. Um, also, we might get to see Jason uh, Sindula, which would be awesome. Because we only saw, uh, we only saw him when so he'd be what, twelve at this point. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be pretty cool to see. Um, he looks kind of weird. He has like green hair. Green hair yeah. Mm. There's there's this pretty cool um art of him like growing up. So I I think it would be very cool to include her, and also they um could definitely include Jason in that, and possibly actually Sabine. Can make the appearance. Obviously, they don't want to make it like a Rebels sequel. Still keep it of the New Republic, but maybe kind of spin some more Rebel stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, at this point, her was a very big figure in the New Republic and the Rebel Alliance. She was leading. Uh, well, how old would she be at this well, point? Uh, so this takes place about, I think, five, six years after Squadrons. So she'd probably be slightly higher up than we saw her then. So in charge of Vanguard Squadron and that fleet. And I think she, she, she from what we know of her in this era, which isn't that much, admittedly, from what we do know, she's got like a big role in, in the Republic. She's quite uh, important. Mm-hmm. So they could certainly do a lot with her. And also she's her, you know, we, we, she's just amazing. Indeed. So if they do do her, I hope to God that they manage to do her um, Leku better than they did for the Twi'leks in Mando Season 1. Yes! Those Leku and Mando Season 1 were awful. I mean, they were really bad. Yeah, they better better get her right in live action. Well, because, I mean, those, those, we've talked about this before, I can't remember, but those, those Twi'leks did Mighty Season 1, like, you could see the face paint. Really yeah. Bad. Also, her as uh, Leku have those, like, patterns on them. They've got, like, whitish spiral patterns. Yeah. It's proved complicated. But also, at the same time, she's got that, like, helmet thing, where, like, the, the back of which goes onto her Leku, which they could use to make, kind of secure the Leku and make them a bit better. So that they have they have items in there that they can work with and, like, secure and stuff. But I I, I certainly hope that they do this because it would be so cool and just add so much more to range of the new republic yeah because I, I think i've discussed this with you before but that period between end of uh return of the jedi and start of force awakens that's like my favorite period of star wars it's so cool and we just haven't got enough new republic content for my tastes so i'm like super excited for the show it's gonna be amazing we've really got his mando is it really yeah we've got uh Mando and kind of the first couple of episodes of Resistance. And the last 12 seconds of the Rebels. Yes, that's pretty much. It's, a bit more, it's about two or three minutes, I think. Yeah, oh, probably. Um, did you, did you know the Rebels finale? That aired, first aired three I years do. ago yesterday. Rebels came to an end three years ago yesterday. Does that, does that make you feel old, Joe? <laughs> I, I remember when the season two finale came out. I watched that like ten times. It, it, it was so one, good. It's one of my greatest regrets that I didn't continue watching Rebels. Because I watched I watched bits of season one. I mean I didn't properly follow it, but I kind of watched like um kind of old episodes and I just kind of fell out of it and lost interest. And when it, people say that season three, four is kind of better than season one, two after the time skip, but it's just kind of a different style. I like both. Yeah. 
really? I, th- I think at that point I was, because I wasn't particularly in sync with the story. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of a squirmy little kid who got bored easily. And also at that point I, d- I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was. You know, I didn't know that it was a Star Wars show based between then and then, and these were the characters, and this is what it, it was introducing. I thought it was just some random TV show set in the Star Wars universe, you know, that I saw when I was scrolling through the channels one day. I thought, oh, that looks cool. You no, know, I didn't know. Yeah. It was, and I kind of fell out of it, but I really wish I hadn't. I, really wish I, mean, I didn't start watching Rebels properly until, like, season, beginning of season two, when that was coming out. Then... I watched it a lot, uh, patriotically, uh, if that's uh, a word. Yeah. <laughs> on the other hand, I'm always glad I didn't watch it, because at the time I wouldn't have got it, and I wouldn't have appreciated it. I wouldn't have known who Ahsoka was. I wouldn't have known the significance of the stuff that was going on. I wouldn't really have known that Maul survived, all that kind of stuff I just wouldn't have got, because I mm. didn't know enough about Star Wars. I hadn't watched The Clone Wars. I hadn't... You know, I, di- I didn't know until about kind of... Three, three, four years ago, that there were books and comics based on Star Wars. You know, I always knew there was like legends and stuff. I, I, I didn't. Uh, but yeah, so I just wouldn't have appreciated the show, and I probably would have. I wouldn't like it nearly as much as I do now. Had I watched it then, I think, because I just, I just wouldn't have appreciated it because I wouldn't have a clue what was going on. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I really hope they include her in the New Republic. Just, but just get her right. You know, get get the definitely. Because she she looked pretty good in squadrons. Um, squadrons, I can't. I did squadrons. I did the campaign once. I can't really remember it that well. Squadrons kind of came and left very quickly. Yes, it wasn't. It wasn't a big big game. Um, yeah. Yeah. So squadrons, how it looked good, so they could very easily use the actress from that, who did the motion capture, and then just stick her in live action. I've just looked her up now. I don't think she looks that good. I think yeah. she looks terrible. She, she, she looks alright. Her face is really long. I agree she, though. Her face her She face looks is long. too old. Yeah. I, I don't I, like it when she looks old. She, she looks alright. She just doesn't look brilliant. If, yeah. If, if you think of the her we saw at the end of Rebels um, and then her in Squadron, she doesn't look quite right. I mean, as I said, she looks okay. She doesn't... Just not brilliant. She doesn't look that, that French. In, in, um, in Rebels, she looks very French. In this... Yeah, she does know, doesn't she? Yeah. Her face is a bit kind of too long. Well, that's because the Twi'leks have French accents yeah. and they kind of... Yeah. In Rebels, her face was a bit kind of uh, smaller. Mm-hmm. I mean, Triangular. I'd, I'd be okay if they went with that actress, just not thrilled. Yeah. But then again, it, it, it's the change from live action to um, from animation to live action, like we have with Ahsoka. You know, Rosario Dawson doesn't look exactly like Ahsoka. She looks fairly different, but they managed to make it work. You know, it's like this: the uh, Squadron's Hera. Yeah, she has the same features as Ahsoka, but she, she doesn't really look like her. One um, thing I <laughs> this is this is a slightly odd request. But one thing I really hope they do at some point, if they include her in the near public, is have her with her goggles down. Like she had the goggles on her head for four <laughs> full seasons, and I think I think I saw her use them like once, maybe twice. Wasn't it? But, I did Tack of Lothal. I just want to see her put the goggles down. I don't know why. They just always really interested me. Just put the goggles down. I just want to see you with the goggles, please. <laughs> Really, really on request. I just definitely want to see her with the goggles on, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I hope this rumor is true, and I hope her is in Rangers of the New Republic because that would be awesome. Uh. Indies. Yes. Wait, so is this a rumor or is this factual? This is a rumor. Well, I highly doubt they're gonna keep her for for it. What do you mean? And um, uh, keep Karazun's Kar- 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 uh, actor. Well, they, well they've, already, the they've, already, they've already fired Gina Carano. Gina Carano, yeah. So we know they're not keeping her. It's just whether or not we don't know if they're going to recast her. We don't know if so. It's uh, they may recast Karazun. They and they may not include her in uh, Rangers of the Near Public. It just depends. Um, mm-hmm. 
our next story is one that seems a little bit more out there to me, but I'll make our mind up. Uh, Ewan McGregor uh, will reportedly have a recurring role in the Andor series. Um, this comes from small screen. Again, this will all be linked down below. It seems as though Ewan McGregor might be making an appearance with Obi-Wan Kenobi in the upcoming Andor Star Wars series. This news comes from the Illuminati, who tend to be pretty much spot on with their exclusives. Now, they're claiming that Kenobi will make more than one appearance in the series, which is a prequel to Rogue One, a Star Wars story. The series will star Diego Luna, who's reprising his role as Cassian Andor, which he played in the Star Wars spin-off. It's interesting that Kenobi might be turning up for more than one episode of the show and will reportedly be more than just a passing cameo. So when does the Cassian Andor um, series take place? So the Cassian Andor series takes place uh, in the uh, leading up to Rogue One. We don't quite know when, but I'd say it's within about five, six, seven years. So, so kind of, of I think either... six or seven years before Rogue One. So kind of either he goes to Tatooine or Obi-Wan actually leaves Tatooine for a while. Yes. Um, so it, it takes place, the end also is probably, uh, it takes place in a similar timeline to Rebels, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, six years later. I thought it would have been a bit earlier. Well, actually, if it was too it, early, it, it, Cassian it, would, just been, would have been too young. It, I'd say it takes place in a, probably around the same sort of timeline as Rebels Season 1. Mm-hmm. Season one, maybe season two. I mean, it'll, it'll probably uh, spill over to season two. But yeah. Yeah. Um, when's it set for release? Uh, twenty twenty two. It's set for release. So how old is Cassian in Rogue One? I don't know. I will look at Wikipedia for a change. Um, but what, what do you think of you of Obi Wan Kenobi being in Ewan McGregor? You know, him having a role in the Rebel Alliance before uh, Doodah, A New Hope, or him having uh, you know leaving Tatooine, that kind of stuff. No, it kind of contradicts him. I mean, if he goes out to help the uh, the Alliance once, why doesn't he do it again? It's yeah. like. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how I uh, feel about this. Oh, uh, in uh, the time of Rogue One, Cassian Andor is 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about this because you know, obviously it'd be cool to see more Obi Wan, but it kind of contradicts his storyline from A New Hope. The only kind of uh, thing is he. As soon as he gets that message from Leia, Obi-Wan knows exactly what's going on, knows how important it is, and knows that he can, he can contact the Rebel Alliance and where he can find them and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He, so that could help explain that away. You know, so if he'd been stuck on Tatooine for the last 19 years, how exactly would he know where, um, wh- what the Death Star is? You know, he, he probably wouldn't. I mean, he He'll use have, the force. Yeah, I mean, he might have kind of vaguely <laughs> heard about it through the grapevine, but he wouldn't know exactly what it was. That's what not how the was. force works. That is one of the single best lines from all of Star Wars. I don't. I just love it. That's not how the force works. That's that's basically like all the Star Wars directors there have ever been to the fans. You know, the, the fans go, oh, yeah, we're going to do all of this cool stuff with the Force. And you're going to go to this Force fan, the director's like, that's, that's just not how it works. Just just stop, okay, please, I'm begging you. Because I think you expect someone to pull down, like, a fleet of Star Destroyers, and that that's just, it's just not going to happen, mate. Okay? Just chillax. Um, no, we actually want them to pull down two fleets of Star Destroyers, but whatever. Uh, so, yeah. Whoops. Uh... So I'm, I, I mean, it'd be cool to see him, but maybe I'd say if we are, they are going to include him, include him for one episode and keep it on Tatooine or something. Don't include him as a recurring role, continually going off planet, because that just kind of ruins the whole being at home on Tatooine thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, in my personal opinion. Uh, so again, that, that news story has probably run its course. 
So we are now going to go on to talking. So this is we're uh, departing from Star Wars slightly here, but as you guys know, both Joe and I are big Marvel fans, big MCU fans. Um, so we're going to be talking about briefly, not not like for review, but briefly about the finale of One Division. Now, if you haven't watched the show, uh, a go and watch it. It's amazing. If you can't watch the finale, go and watch it. It's amazing. Um, but this will contain spoilers, so I'm going to put timestamps down in the description, so you can skip. Uh, so the spoilers will be starting pretty much soon in, let's say, three, two, one. Okay, so this is our view of, well, kind of short, brief Last episode of WandaVision. Yes. Uh, so I'll just read it kind of quick. Enjoy thing, this comes from marvel.com. Uh, do not adjust your television sets. You're looking at brand new images from Marvel Studios' WandaVision and the blissful suburban life that Wanda Maximoff and Vision are currently living. But don't expect the state of mind to stick around forever, as the couple quickly begin to suspect that not everything is at a scene. As Slimmahera. Whoops. Yes. As a couple quickly begin to suspect that not everything is as it seems. In the episode 9 of the series finale, Wanda and Vision fight to save Westview, starring Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. WandaVision marks the first series from Marvel Studios streaming exclusively on Disney+. Plus. The series is a blend of classic television and, Mar and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And joining Olsen and Bethany are Kat Dennings, who applies to her role as Darcy Lewis from Marvel Studios' Thor and Thor The Dark World. Woo! We love, we love uh, Darcy Lewis. Uh, Vandal Park, who applies to his role as Agent Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Woo! We love Agent Jimmy Woo! Dude is a legend. Uh, newcomers Catherine Hahn, who plays their plucky neighbour, and Tatiana Paris, who plays uh, the adult Monica Rambeau, who is first introduced in Captain Marvel. I'm sure you guys all already know that stuff. And um, the first thing I want to say is, hey, Wood, I hate your guts, and I hope that you rot in a prison for the rest of your miserable, backstabbing life. Thank you very much. Sorry, why is he going to, to prison? I don't actually know what crime he committed. I just hate him. He, he didn't really do anything. He was yeah. just trying to save all those people, but... Maybe, maybe attempted murder. Yeah. I mean, he did try to shoot two ten-year-olds. Which... They were fake really... ten-year-olds. They're not actually real. Uh, well, we don't know that. It's possible they... Because they, in the comics, they... <coughs> it's not like they were with other families. And then... When Wanda cast her hex, they got brought to her. That's that's why she said at the end of the episode, thanks for choosing me. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, we uh, hate Hayward here, Joe. I'm telling mm -hmm. you that now. I mean, you probably Sorry, you, you said that <laughs> Wanda is fighting to save Westview. That's like saying, I'm saving your life because I'm choosing not to kill you. <laughs> yeah. She literally put them all in that hex and now she's fighting to save them. Things, she doesn't actually fight to save it very much. She fights to stop Agatha from killing her yeah. and Vision from killing Vision. Uh, but she doesn't actually fight to save Westview because she literally stops oh, the hex. The kind of philosophical um, conversations between Vision and Vision, that that, the, I found that the, interesting. The Vision Vision stuff was actually, it made, you know, it made you think. To me, I don't know about for you, but it's kind of resemblant to the arcs in the Clone Wars when we kind of get to see how they think and kind of go against their programming. Oh, and you mean in which one? The Umbara arc? Yeah, Umbara, um, Umbara. Fives. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah that, that was such a um, good... Uh, when, when Vision went inside White Vision's head, that was pretty Yeah. Cool. Um, Wanda versus... Um, uh, Agatha Harkness was awesome. She was just like firing bolts at her. One thing I didn't like about the episodes was kind of at the beginning. It's I don't know. I think I feel like the acting wasn't that good, and yeah, also I, the it, script. It really and... When I when I when it came into the, the episode, I just wasn't expecting it to start exactly where the last one left off. Yeah. Kind of jumped in there. I was like, what, 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 you know? but I was kind of expecting it because it kind of ended with them fighting. Where would yes, it start off? Yes. I tell you, one of my favorite things in the episode was Wanda's new uh, superhero costume. That thing is awesome. I want mm -hmm. one. 
Like, I, I, I genuinely want one. It, it's so cool. Because doesn't fit fit you. I, I, I think it could stretch. Um, <laughs> you know, she has a Nexus big. I'm sure she can make up multi-sized um, the, the Coke thingy. Wait, I can't remember if it was this episode or last episode, but when Agatha says that, that accent of yours kind of comes and goes. That was last episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was <laughs> that was funny. Um, I, th- I think one of my favourite lines of the whole series is that Agatha going to the kids, don't worry, I won't bite. And then it does kind of like the off-screen interview thing and she just goes, I actually did bite a kid once. <laughs> I didn't so see like, that. You don't, do you not remember that? No. That line is, it's an episode, <laughs> episode uh, seven, and because the, the twins go with Agatha, uh, Agatha just looks at them and goes, they, they look a bit nervous and Agatha goes, don't worry, I don't buy, and just pads off, and Agatha just says, I actually did buy a kid once. <laughs> just brilliant. I don't know why it's so funny. It's just a brutal honesty. Yeah, sure, big kid once, whatever. Something that confused me was um, Agatha takes Wanda's powers. She goes all old and wrinkly. But when Wanda takes Agatha's powers, she... No, uh, Wanda didn't take Agatha's powers. She took her own powers back. Uh, Agatha Agatha still had her power. It's just Wanda took her her powers back from Agatha and then did something that caused her to become the Scarlet Witch and become super powerful, which is why Agatha didn't attempt to fight her at the end, I think. Wait a second, so Wanda put the kind of mind curse on Agatha to make her the character she was at the beginning? Yes. But then she ends the hex and makes Westview as it was before. Does that not come off? No, so uh, Agatha will now live in Westview, the original Westview, before Wanda's hex, as a woman called Agnes who is like a nosy neighbour, like Agatha was. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking that's who she is. Now, they're obviously going to be her at some point. Yeah. You don't just leave They kind of right set there. that up. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what to think about the uh, Evan Peters role, how he ended up just being Ralph Boner. That, that, was, <laughs> that was a bit of a wet fish. You know, you know, we all thought Ralph was going to be Mephisto, and it'd be really cool. And we thought Evan Peters was bridging the gap between the X Men franchise and the, the Marvel franchise. It was going to be really cool, and all it was was just an inappropriate joke. You know. Can you explain the joke to me, please? No. I don't get it. You get it, Joe. I don't. I Joe, don't. this is a family-friendly podcast, and you get it. Okay. And I know you get it because you giggled. Okay. I do. The thing is, like, I, th- I think Marvel, when they first included it, was like, oh yeah, this will be really funny, this will make them laugh. But they did that when they knew the whole show. You know, it's like Paul, Paul Bettany was talking about this major secret cameo, this person he always wanted to work with, it turned out to just be himself. Now, when he said that, knowing what happened, it must have been like, oh yeah, it'd be fu- funny, you know, they're going to think, oh, you know, it'd be oh, very funny. Marvel just keep underestimating the fandom. I, th- I don't think they realise that people kind of benchmarked on um, uh, Paul Bettany's comments so much. It's completely underestimated us. Yeah. Kind of sucks. But yeah. The post credit scenes were pretty cool. Um, I, 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 uh, there's only actually one person who I saw who thought that the scroll, the, the aerospace engineer, would be. Um, Monica's squirrel friend from uh, Captain Marvel. But they got that right, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But that's obviously setting up Captain Marvel too. Uh, we got to see uh, Monica's powers. She, did she, what, what are her powers? Because she seemed to like form, shape, shift thing. I didn't quite get it. And then she seemed to have bullets inside her. Like when she goes back into a normal shape, are those bullets still there? Like, what happens to the bullets? They, they, didn't no really ex- they didn't really explain her power very well, you know? They'll probably do it later on in a show. I, I Wait, imagine, what, just, what? Sorry? Well, I think she, she even, I think the idea is Monica isn't entirely sure what her powers are at this point. So I think Captain Marvel 2 will help uh, explain her powers. So I see it says final series or something at the end. So was this... There's um, only one series of WandaVision. 
Okay, so it's kind of setting up other things. It's uh, leading into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Yeah. So the events of One Division will uh, directly uh, coincide with the uh, things of One uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I think we've we've got to talk about that second post credit scene, the one with Wonder in the hut. When that when I first saw that, I actually thought post credits. Did you not see the post credit scenes? No. There were two post-credit scenes, Joe. I didn't see any of them. So when I was talking about the skull being the aerospace engineer, did you just have no idea what I was talking about? I have no idea what most things you talk about, to be honest. But I don't know that much. But <laughs> <laughs> How did you not see anywhere that there were two post-credit scenes? I'm actually disappointed in you, Joe. Just basically clicked off it. I just Joe, didn't really think Marvel. about it. There are always yeah, but it's a TV scenes. show. I didn't know there were post credit scenes. There have been post credit scenes in the last two episodes. I didn't see them. Did... God's sake, Joe. <laughs> so, at what point did you find out about White Vision? At the start this episode. You've kidding. <laughs> oh, God, Joe. Are you? <laughs> what did I miss something big? So you missed the post-credit scene at the end of episode seven, which was how um, Ralph captured or Pietro captured um, Monica. So no. you missed that bit. Yeah. So you didn't know how Monica ended up in Pietro's house. Yeah, I don't know. I just I was a bit confused when that happened. And you didn't see. The bit where Hayward revealed White Vision. So you didn't know that White Vision was going to be introduced at the start of this episode. And you didn't see the bit where the OSPX engineer turned out to be Monica's skull friend from Captain Marvel. And you didn't see the bit in the Sokovian Mountains with Wanda in her astral form. Oh, good God, Joe. I... I... <laughs> Rarely met someone with a lower IQ than you. How did you not? Because well, I missed two post-credit scenes. Four post-credit scenes. You said so. there were two. Okay. I said there, were, there were there were two this episode. Uh, there was one the episode before and one the episode before that. Okay, I did one thing. I just forgot Do to not follow look any Marvel Instagram pages or YouTube channels or. Uh, I followed the Marvel Instagram page. Oh, Joe. Your task after this is to go back and rewatch the post scenes. Which, which episodes? Episode 7, episode 8, and episode 9. So, episode 7, there's one post credit scene, and that's a night. That's a, so, it's mid credits, so in the middle of the credits. Uh, same with episode 8, and episode 9, there's a mid credit scene and a post credit scene right at the end. So, just, just kind of get your mouse and kind of hover over the bottom bar line. Oh, definitely. Um, until you see thing. That they're like really important. I can't believe you didn't see them. But I think uh, one of the bits of the episode that actually it almost drew an audible reaction from me because uh, I thought it was really cool was when they introduced that book, uh, the book as the Darkhold, which was awesome. Because if you yeah. think back to what was it, season four of Agents of Shield, I think we have the, we had the Darkhold in Agents of Shield. Now that book that Agatha and now uh wonder have isn't the same dark hold as in the mcu they've kind of redone it so it's a different book but it was still pretty cool to see yeah um so, yeah also i wonder what happened to white vision because white vision's got all those memories back. did he try and kill himself because he was programmed to kill vision well, we don't know because mm-hmm. he's, he's got all his memories back but he still hasn't got like a soul or brain or anything the way the normal vision has well because he doesn't have the mind stone well no just because that's not how he was programmed he wasn't programmed with the ability for independent thought really i don't think well well in, independent thought well, he was able to work out which vision was the real vision yeah, but that was independent thought within his programming Vision yeah. had kind of fully independent thought. So it's, it's not like, I don't think, or at the moment it doesn't seem like that white vision is going to be the one that they bring back as normal vision. But it's obvious at some point that they're going to bring normal vision back. I think, anyway. Uh, yeah, I thought this was a really cool episode. And it was nice to see Tommy and Billy's powers. 
Mm-hmm. And also, obviously, I I did there's, there's something about that um, new Wanda outfit that's just so cool. It's also very reminiscent of uh, not Mephisto, Magneto's uh, outfit in the later X Men movies. In um, it's either Apocalypse or Days of the Past. Because he's something. He's got yeah, a red on. suit with that kind of material. It still looks very like Daredevil suit. I haven't seen anything with Daredevil in that. Uh, the, the uh, Netflix Avengers that's actually quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd recommend them. I've only watched Daredevil and season and up to season two of Jessica Jones. Uh, yeah. Because we're as of uh, Wednesday, we will no longer have um Netflix, which kind of sucks. So I decided there was no point starting season. Have you seen The Office? Uh, I haven't seen all of it. No. Watch it. I'm not going to be able to watch. You have to. The other. You ha- you have to. Seven seasons of The Office by Wednesday. You have to. I will watch it. Um, we're going to get Netflix back in a few months, uh. So I'll watch it then. But yeah. Uh, uh. So yeah. So Wanda's outfit is awesome. What was it that you were going to say earlier? Oh yeah, I was going to say what's the one thing I've been thinking about is that you said. You think. Yeah. You wow, said that um, the children chose Wanda, but one, they were born out, out of her. Um, so they were babies, okay. Yeah. And then they, they changed their age um, in the kind of fantasy worlds um, that Wanda is in. So they change form, Joe, which I'm gonna, I'm in a way that you couldn't do in real life. I, so I it's have... kind of... I think they actually are fake. I have literally no idea. I'm just, I'm just quoting what I've seen other people say. But yeah, I don't know. Right. Just me, you know, at the end of uh, Wonder Vision, did Wonder look kind of evil when she put her hood up and flew off? She did look kind of slightly psycho. In a weird way. And she looked. If you'd uh... seen the post-credit scene, you would have, you'd know what I mean. Well, she kind of went from having everything to having nothing as she yeah. did before. I mean, she was. Yeah. Also, there's something on that suit. She had like these things come across her legs. They kept digging into her, and they looked really inconvenient. I was very worried for her. Like she was walking, and I was like, "That's that. That just looks terribly uncomfortable." You wonder you need to get that sorted because that that just looks terribly uncomfortable, dear. I'm very sorry, but you need to, you need to get that sorted. That's me, mother coming through. Um. Missy called Jad Jam Binks. Missy, your humble servant. Come now, let's leave your wife out of this. There is no need for such impropriety among thee. Ah, boy. So we've kind of exhausted our supply on the One Division finale now. So we are going to move on to Impression of the Week. Hey! What, are we going to do this Star Wars or Marvel? Star Wars, obviously. Mm. Obviously. Still a Star Wars podcast, Joe. Yeah. Um, so Rogue One related. Oh, so while, while we're still here, um, while we're still on a bit of, of Marvel stuff... Uh, on our Instagram page, do you think I should start posting review uh, when uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out? Do you think I should do a review of that week's episode every week, or do you think I should keep it exclusively Star Wars? What do you think? Uh, I'm inclined to say yes, but I thought I should ask you first. Wait, you said on the Instagram on the show. On Instagram. Um, They're like posted just a small review section. As our post for that day. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Or you, you should do no, that. You mean I should Not do me. that? Yeah. You don't even follow our Instagram page. Let alone post anything. Do you follow it? Yeah. Where do you think we get half our likes from? Honestly. Oh, we get two likes? No. We get four. My four different accounts. <laughs> okay. My In the Resistance HQ one, my normal one, my private one, and my Astromet Productions one. God, Joe. Exactly. Where, where, where do you think all the likes on my YouTube channel come from? Me. I like your videos. No. My comments. 
<laughs> and I subscribe. You haven't, you haven't liked and commented on my recent one. Vote oh, recent. it didn't come up with my notifications then. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to be. Gin Ocean, that was Gin Ocean, yeah. Let's go with that. Like, so, <laughs> something like that. Something like Gollum there. Pretty sure. <laughs> you actually do a really good Gollum impression. Yeah. I've never actually, never actually watched Lord of the Rings. Never actually watched Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Have you not watched Lord of the Rings? Or The Hobbit, no. In fact, no, I've watched the Then how do you know Gollum? I've watched the first Lord of the Rings. Everyone you need to knows, watch it. Everyone knows Gollum, Joe. Things I've, I've got the books on my shelf that I need to read, but I'm currently re reading Wuthering Heights. You should yeah. Wuthering Heights. Oh, wait, did you? Oh, the one thing I need to talk about. Sorry, I'll stop singing cake. Whatever. All right. Um, <laughs> have you seen Malcolm in the Middle? No. So you didn't get the reference in episode eight? What do you mean? The Malcolm in the Middle was like literally on like they were watching Malcolm in the Middle Wandering Vision. I said I got that because somebody pointed it out. Yeah, it's I've been I, watching that literally since I was eight. Legit have not watched and... a single one of the sitcoms that it was based on. Like not a one. The only sitcoms I've watched were Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um, How I Met Your Mother, uh Bits of the Office, uh and Friends. Mother. Yeah. Friends oh and, and Big Bang Theory. Those are the only sitcoms I've watched. Mm -hmm. so I, I, my sitcom knowledge is not great. Um, so, uh, impression of the week. Wait, because we're doing solo this week, does that mean I get to do my Chewbacca impression? Isn't Chewbacca in literally every Star Wars movie? Yes, but he's got a big role in Except this one. Except Rogue One. Yes. He's not in Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. Is he in... Oh, yeah, he's in Revenge of the Sith, isn't he? Yeah. With, um, what's that? What's that other one? Okay, so do I get to do my two back impression? You're gonna get blown away by this. It's brilliant. You ready? All right. Actually, to be to be fair, to the end of that, it wasn't that bad. When it kind of <laughs> ends, it's <laughs> what the bit where I stopped doing it. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't do a Chewbacca impression. I can do my, I can do a Han Solo one though, not very well. I mean, it's literally the worst Han Solo impression you'll ever hear, but I can do it. Every character that doesn't sound like a normal human being, I'm good at impressions of them. Every character that doesn't speak, you're good at doing an impression of. That too. Wait, do do your Chewbacca. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Wait, 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 let me wait, let me gargle and see if I can do it by like that. I've got to try not to laugh here. Well, you're going to get some water. Mm. <laughs> Nearly choked them. That, that was better, though. Yeah, definitely. Mm. <laughs> That was a lot better. Yeah, it was actually. Uh, so my, my hand solo. Hey kid, you gonna pay me or something? Whoops. <laughs> I'm so sorry to any Americans out there. I don't, I don't think that sounds like Han Solo. He's, I've done, so I've been doing a fan, like this uh, two-part fan fiction on my YouTube channel. And it's, so it, it's what if Tarkin didn't destroy Alderaan? And obviously, because it's kind of set, uh, and you hope you've, you've got to have Han and Chewie in there, and Luke and Bail Organa is also in there. Now, Chewie is easy because I can just get sound effects off YouTube, but I've got to do an impression of Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and Bail Organa. Sorry, is this on your Astromech Instagram? Yeah, yeah, it's on. No, it's I on need my to watch this. YouTube channel. Oh, your YouTube channel. The, 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 the story is perfectly decent. My impressions are just terrible, though. Like, that. Awful. I think it's because I have to do the voices because sometimes characters are like in conversation and I don't want to put said something, replied somebody, exclaimed somebody after every sentence. 
so I have to do the different voices, and they're just awful. Uh-huh. Literally, on, on the start of part two, I had to say beforehand, and I'm really sorry for my terrible impressions, because they're so bad. <laughs> oh, God. Whoops. Why can't they have half more English actors? I mean, honestly, well, we'd... Uh, well, most of the Imperials have English accents. Yeah, I could, I could do a good guy off Tarkin. That's easy. Um, I just can't do anyone else. I can't remember his voice. I, I could do I can do a brilliant R two D two. You don't know what it means to win a war. I do no. something um, like that. You will tell me this the secret location of your rebel base. That's it. Princess Leah. Leah. Yeah, he says Leah, doesn't he? Um, yeah. I can. Yeah, my my talking's actually alright. Uh, so now we've done the question of the week, it is probably time to do, um, what do we call it? Uh, quote of the week. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Do or do not. There is no try. He is the chosen one. The Force will be with you, always. Right, now again, this is Solo, so um, I don't know anything from Solo. Because I haven't watched the film in forever. Oh, wait a second, we're doing Solo, I thought we were doing Rogue One. We did Rogue One three weeks ago. Yeah, I remember. That's why I was confused. <laughs> Numpty. All right. <laughs> why, why did you think we would... Since when were Han Solo and Chewbacca in Rogue One? That's why I was confused. Oh, good God, Joe. So if you were any slower, you'd be going backwards. How important reference is. We are busting them out today. Right. Obviously. Pretty obvious. <laughs> I was doing a Snape impression. Obviously. I was doing, I was doing my Lockhart impression. Pretty obvious. Oh. Uh, yeah, Harry Potter is the absolute goat. Um, are you going to be getting the, the new Harry Potter video game when it comes out? I didn't know there was a Harry Potter video game. What is this? Uh, Harry Potter Legacy. Legacy. It's, what's it about? Uh, so it's, it's Hogwarts in the late eighteen hundreds, um, and essentially you get to it's it's like a, it's like a basically a, hog, a journey through Hogwarts, and you get to discover pa- uh, power spells in your house and stuff, and then you go on this side quest. It's really cool. Um, Which house are you? Gryffindor. Where do I with the brave at heart? Their daring nerve and shivery set Gryffindors apart. You're very much. You're very welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, what about you? Hufflepuff. Oh, you're certainly not Slytherin or Ravenclaw, are you? Guys, intelligence for those answers. Are you sure? I'd, I'd, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Slytherin, and Gryffindor. Because you're one of those weird people. You're, no offense, but you're not intelligent enough to be in Ravenclaw. Yes, I am. Okay, yes, I am. So, so the thing with you, Joe, is you're, you're very, you're a very intelligent guy. You but I'm not have, smart. You have no common sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, That's why I'd be in Ravenclaw. Hufflepuff, you mean? Ravenclaw. I thought you just said you'd be a you're a Hufflepuff. Yeah, yeah, but apart from Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. If if I if I wasn't in Gryffindor, I'd probably either be Ravenclaw or Slytherin. I would not be um Hufflepuff, at all. Um. I I could see myself because I'm a Gryffindor. I automatically hate um, uh, automatically hate Slytherins. But I could see myself being Slytherin because it's me. Mm-hmm. You know? And one of the people like I'd say I if it was in Star Wars, I'd say I'm a rebel. But all my friends would probably say I'm Imperial. You know, 
I, I, I do like a uniform. Some Slytherins, they aren't really the evil. Most of them wanted Harry to win, I'm pretty sure. Slytherins aren't inherently evil. It just so happens that everyone bar... Every single Death Eater bar Pettigrew and Quirrell were from Slytherin. Yeah, but it doesn't mean every single Slytherin yes, is a Death Eater. Yeah. They're just all evil and we hate them. Because Gryffindors are the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... If you if you could be an animagus in a Harry Potter, what what animal would you choose? Tough question. You gonna answer uh, or? Hey, is this? Am I allowed to choose Harry Potter animals? Yes, yes, yes you're allowed to choose within what animals. Yes. But. Just, just a bird. Bird. Any type of bird or? Fast bird. Oh, for God's sake, Jai. I don't know any birds apart from pigeons that are yes, everywhere you, in England. You'd be a pigeon. <laughs> I, I'd be. I want to be like a like a thunderbird or something. They're pretty cool. Mhm. Um. Thunderbirds was an amazing movie. I've never actually watched it. I'll talk about Thunderbirds from Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, put your mm-hmm. Right, so quote. Um, uh, I've had to look up some quote. Um, so here's some my here's some my favourite. Um, wait, I'm, I'm oh here. Uh, you might want to quit while you're ahead. You might want to quit while you're behind. Uh, that's Lando, Lando and Han exchange a conversation. Uh, oh, what about? Um, I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But I accept it. it. I think we might have to go for that. Um, oh, I also like, usually when I'm in situations like this, I like to turn around in the opposite direction. <laughs> that one's quite funny. Um, uh, oh, sorry, this is this is one of my favourite from L3. Um, I'm sure you've noticed Lando has feelings for me, which makes working together difficult since I do not feel the same way about him. That's just brilliant. L L three is like the best character, which you know. Fighting for robot rights at the beginning. Yes. Oh, here's one. Uh, so Lando says, "You need anything?" L three replies, "Equal rights." Uh, at one point, Beckett says, "Sorry, I punched your face." Uh, oh, how Solo. Next time someone hits me, I hit them back. Don't remember that one. No, neither do I. Um, it's just, it's just, here's a good one uh, from Rio. I'm telling you, you'll never have a deep sleep than curled up in a Wookiee's lap. I remember that one. I mean, Solo is, Solo is such an underrated movie. It's so good. Um, Wait, you know the pilot in um, uh, Solo? Is it? Is he the same race as the one in Fallen Order? I can't no, remember what he looks um, like. No, he's not. Oh. They're different species. They, they, they look very similar. Um... Uh, but yeah, no, they're not the same one. Um, yes, I think I think we have to go for the the classic Lando. I don't like it. I don't agree with it, but I'll but I'll accept it. Definitely. Okay, that that's a brilliant line. That's pretty much you with the sequels, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, basically. It's, it's quite a good analogy, isn't it? Yeah. If you, you've seen those memes, it's like there's uh, three opinions on Disney Star Wars. Anakin yelling, I hate you. Lando saying, I don't like it, I don't agree with it, but I'll accept it. And uh, Krennic going, it's beautiful. Third one is definitely me. Well, I think some aspects of Disney Star Wars, you're, on the sequel trilogy, you're, I don't like it, I don't accept it, uh, I don't agree with it, but I'll accept it. On all the rest of Disney Star Wars, you're like, oh, it's beautiful. I don't, I don't know if I accept it completely. I'm still hoping that um, uh, different timelines, stuff like that. But you know, 
I'm going to choose to ignore that. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, apart, apart from like the sequel trilogy, you actually quite like the Dizzy Sawa stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause, I mean, yeah, Disney, basically. I mean, apart from, so what Dizzy done? Dizzy have done Rebels, which you adore. Season 7. Disney did Season 7, Mando, Book of Boba Fett. They've got, they've, Disney have done. Apart, uh, book of Boba Fett, Fett, which what, I thought it was a book. I still can't believe you were that. I, I just, Joe, you need to start following some Star Wars accounts on Instagram. Like, you would have so much of a better idea what's going on in Star Wars world and the Marvel world if you follow Marvel accounts, if, if, you, if you do that. Apart from people I know in real life, the only things I follow on Instagram are basically F1 drivers. My Instagram is like 99% Star Wars, Marvel and Harry Potter stuff. So much stuff on there. Yeah. Um, right, so it is time to move on to our final section, that being our analytical breakdown of Star Wars the... No, of Solo, a Star Wars story. You will be a Jedi, I promise. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace, justice, and the old. Show me again. The shroud of the dark side has fallen. Begun. I am the father. And I am the Jedi. It's time to let old things die. You were the chosen one. You said that you were the smallest and not join them. Star Wars story solo. D- don't, yeah, let's. Okay. Uh, so. You don't have much you... common sense, do you? Don't, do it's, it's called solo, a Star Wars story, not a Star Wars story. Wait, what? I'm, you've confused me now. Um, solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, that's what I said. A solo Star Wars story. No, it's called solo. <laughs> oh, I, did, I give up, Joe. Um, like, I think first thing I have to say is I think Solo is criminally underrated. I think it's a brilliant film. Uh, there, I've said my piece. Uh, second thing. How much in ages, to be honest? Pardon? I think it's kind of because it came out it, like it, kind of half a year out, after yeah, The Last Jedi, the which got a lot of hate. And also, um, it had such little advertising. Like, no one advertised it anywhere. Like, just, just, I, I, I don't understand why they didn't advertise it properly. They just didn't. That's really bad because it meant the film didn't do particularly well. Um, I mean, yeah, but for, from that film, we've had the whole kind of campaign of Make Solo 2 happen, which I really hope it does because Solo, cause Solo left on like a massive cliffhanger. Yeah, it did, so didn't I did. I really hope they do a Solo 2 because Solo 2 would be amazing. Um, now, uh, first category is cinematography and visuals. Uh, what do we think of cinematography and visuals? I think, I think they're pretty good for Solo. Obviously it has the, the, the sequel. Oh, the mountains and the explosions and the It, it has the sequel. Kessel. Yes, the sequel era cinematography and visual standards to it. I wonder why. I, th- I think it's brilliant. I, I wouldn't say it's quite as good as The Last Jedi, but I'd say it's, it's certainly kind of may, maybe Second. They probably didn't have the massive budget of The Last yes. Jedi. I'd say it's maybe, in terms of the movies, yeah, out of all the movies, I'd say it's probably third, second, third, fourth out of all of them. I, I think it was brilliant. Um, I think it was certainly better than Rogue One. I think it was certainly better than The Force Awakens. I think it was possibly on par with The Rise of Skywalker. So I'd say, I'd say it's probably second or third out of all of them. Um, so I think cinematography and visuals... Uh, 3.9? Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you want to go lower or higher? <sighs> no, they were pretty good. Yeah? Oh, shoot. Oh, they maybe a bit higher, to be honest. Yeah, I can go higher. Four? Yeah. Four? Cool. Solid eight out of ten. Yes. Uh, plot. I like. I love the plot. The plot was really cool, I thought. Um. um what was the plot again? Uh, so they had, uh, the, they were trying to get the coaxium, and they forgot Oh, the yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a good plot, yeah. but it wasn't, it wasn't kind of like galactic-wide, 
massive well, it, it, yeah. tension. The thing is, it wasn't it wasn't to wide massive tension, but but also, they still made it good. But it also wasn't like the last Jedi were focused on developing characters. Because well, I mean, it focused on developing characters, but not in the same way that something like uh, the last Jedi did. Simply because it wasn't part of a trilogy, so it didn't have that kind of time. Yeah. Um, so I'd say plot maybe three, three point five. Unhappy yeah, yeah. Which, which one? I gave you an either or there, Joe. <laughs> ah. I think it's. I think it's probably three point two five. Yep, I can certainly go for that. Um, script. I thought the script for this film was very good. I mean, we've just read out a bunch of quotes. I know, completely out of context. Having not watched the film for several years, we were sitting there sniggering at it. You know, I, th I think that's testament to how good the, you know, the script and the writing and the humour in the film was. Um, also, I thought the acting was very, very strong, um, very consistent, very good. All denied. But one thing was oh. uh, actually the actual Han Solo. Do you think it was good? I think Auden Eimerick did a brilliant job. He 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 was Han Solo without being Harrison Ford. Yeah, things didn't really need to be because kind of like him developing his character, so he becomes Harrison Ford, kind of. Yeah, you know, I, I yeah, I I think Alden Iwick did a very very good job of um continuing that um of kind of uh what you call it being had so late and continuing his character and having those little things that made him like. Han Solo, and uh, but also not like him, mm -hmm. not like Harrison Ford. Uh, so script, maybe three point five. Um. Yeah. Uh. Definitely near the end of the movie as well. Yeah. Um. So let's go three point five. Yeah. Yeah. What What do you think? Um, what do you think is uh, the better movie, Solo or Rogue One? Probably Rogue One. Really? Because it, it leads up to um, kind of the New Hope, the whole plot of that, and. Fair enough. Um, I, know, I just find it more entertaining, also. Goes into the. Uh, Dirty, rusty yeah. parts of the rebellion. What they had to do, you know. Uh, so next one is characters and character development. What What are your thoughts here? Um. Well, the whole thing with what's her name again? Kira. Kira. It was kind of like instant. We didn't really get to see the transition. It was kind of like, oh, she's this person. Now she's this person. Yeah, we didn't really get. I, I'd like to have seen slightly more of their development. We don't. Uh, yeah, we don't really know her. What what side she's on? Her motives? Yeah. Because she was like, she was following. What's his name again? The I haven't seen the movie in so long. The guy with the scars. Who's oh, Beckett? Uh, no, Dryden, not Beckett. Dryden Voss. Yeah, she, she was, was also following. Played by Paul Bettany. I'm having a Paul Bettany day today. Really? And then she just goes start straight to more after helping Han. Also, I think that characters like Val and Rio, who had potential, they just kind of killed them off. Yeah. Which kind of sucked. Um. So, yeah. You know what would have been cool? What? If Melinda May was in it, that person. Yes, that would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, Mil Melinda, I think I think Ming Na Wen should just be in everything. Like it's just everything. Yeah. Um, so, characters and character development, 2.5, 3? 2.5, it wasn't that good for me at least. But you know what was really good? Chewbacca. Che I mean, Chewbacca is always, always, always really good for me. <laughs> he has a lot of character development. Yeah. Um, and our final category is... Um, Star Wars this. Well, kind of like Rogue One and The Last Jedi, it isn't very Star Wars-y. Yes, 
Because uh, it is a spin-off. It's not meant to be one of the yeah. trilogy's like main Star Wars movies. It's supposed to be different. Yes. Um, no, I, I I think it had that good kind of like, gunslinger uh, thing to it, like Mando, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I thought it it, it was it was different, but in a good way. Um, so I rate Star Wars this around possibly again maybe two point five. What do you think? It did have more, to be it fair. It did have more. Um, Han Solo was different. Uh, apart from more, there weren't really many characters. Well, Chewbacca, yeah. It, it, you know, it didn't have like lightsabers or the force or anything. Mm. Like, uh, you know, this. in fact, maybe two. Yeah, like, two, two point, two, two point five, two point one. 2.1. Okay, two, I'll go two point two. Two point two, something like that. Cool. Um, okay. So I don't think it's as low as two, to be honest, to be fair. So, uh, let me just do my calculations quickly. Um, so, out of 25, Solo, a Star Wars story gets a score of 15.45. I mean, that out of five, it gets a score of... I want this on my head. .09. No, you did not stop lying. I did, I did. So, um, uh, so still in bottom place is the Phantom Menace. No, it's Attack of the Clones with 2.0884. Then the Phantom Menace with 2.4512. Then, um, oh, then Solo with 3.09. Then A New Hope with 3.1. Then The Empire Strikes Back with 3.2392. Then The Last Jedi with 3.23. Uh, then The Force Awakens with 3.4448. Then Revenge of the Sith with 3.57498. Then Vogue One with 3.58. And then Return of the Jedi with 3.059. So, yeah. Pretty cool. I think had um, Star Warsness not been a factor, a lot of these movies yes. would be a lot higher. Well, uh, Last Jedi, certainly. Yeah. Um, because I think, yeah, I think solo was... Rogue One, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Rogue One was still second, wasn't it? Yeah, but I, wait, did they get lots of a lot of Star Wars? -ness? I'm not sure. I think we gave it a slightly higher Star Wars, this, um, simply because of its the, whole plot was around a new hope, around a new hope, yes. Um, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps up the podcast for today. Um, Joe, did you manage to think on of anything? Okay, okay, I, I didn't, but to the, to, the, to the end of this, I was kind of like, oh, God, I haven't thought of anything. But, yeah, everyone nothing. I, I uh, no, okay. Um, I'm excited for the Lego movie. What am I on about? The Lego game, mini Lego game. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars. Um... I haven't really got much to say this week, I'll confess. Uh, so be sure to subscribe whatever platform we're listening to us on. Check out our Instagram at HQ. Check out my YouTube channel, Ashmet Productions. Uh, we'll see you next time. May the force be with you. May the force be with you.